Welcome to Madison City Channel's Know Your Candidates Interviews, co-sponsored by the League of Women Voters of Dane County. I'm your interviewer, Joy Cardine, and I'd like to introduce Noah Lieberman, running for Alder in District 14. As we begin, I'd like you to give an opening statement about the educational, the vocational, the civic experience that you have, which qualifies you for this office, and why you're running for Alder. Great. Well, first off, thank you so much, Joy, and thank you to the League of Women Voters for giving folks this opportunity to meet me. Um, my name is Noah Lieberman. I uh, moved to Madison uh, right at the start of 2017. Uh, before that, I was in North Carolina, where I studied applied mathematics and political science at the University of North Carolina. Um, and when I moved here, we were obviously in a bit of a transitional spot uh, for the nation and for the state politically. Um, I got involved with the Dane County Democratic Party right away and really uh, found a place there where I could talk with other folks who were interested in bettering our city and who were uh, interested in engaging politically. Um, at the end of 2017, I was elected to be the vice chair of campaigns, a role that I've been in since then. And my main job in that role has been helping to recruit and support uh, people who want to run for office, who believe in the same values that I do, the values that I'm running this campaign on, uh, making our city livable and affordable, uh, increasing public transportation, uh, fighting for racial justice and equity, and building climate resiliency in the city. I'm really proud of the work that I've done in helping so many of those candidates find uh, positions and get elected and make real differences in their community. And now is the time that I want to uh, go and do that myself. And I think that I have a lot that I can give uh, both to my district and to the city and community as a whole. Um, as far as work goes, I uh, came here like a lot of 20-somethings do uh, because I got a job offer from Epic. Um, I've stayed with them uh, for the last uh, six plus years now and I'm going strong there. Uh, but my real passion lies with uh, the work I've been able to do politically here in uh, Madison and also uh, the work I've been able to do uh, civically uh, as a member of Madison's Landlord and Tenant Issues Committee. What actions or programs would you support to enhance public safety in Madison? And in particular, what's your position on the use of body cameras by Madison police officers? That's a great question. I, um, to answer the particular question first, I do believe in the use of body cameras. I think that the police can only be a valuable resource for our community if they're trusted and if there's accountability. And I think that any methods we have, uh, whether it's body cameras or um, the police civilian oversight board uh, or other ways of increasing that transparency will build that accountability and help make it a more trusted resource. But I also know that there isn't a single panacea. There's not one solution to public safety. And I think we do ourselves a disservice when we reduce it down to just issues of policing. Um, I'm a big fan of the CARES uh, program uh, with the care team interventions to help provide uh, mental health and other social services to folks undergoing mental health crises instead of sending a police response. I also believe in uh, other investments that help address the root causes of crime, uh, things like uh, housing insecurity, um, food insecurity, and 
racial discrepancies just present generally in our society. Um, I also think when we talk about public safety, one thing I hear about a lot from people in my district is the safety of our streets for pedestrians and especially for children. Um, you know, I live off of Moreland Road and people just go flying down that road. Um, and there are a lot of parents I've talked to who are afraid to let their kids play in the front yard or even wait on the side of the road for a school bus because of how dangerous those roads can be. I'm a really big fan of the Vision Zero initiative that uh, Mayor Satya Rose Conway has been championing, and I think it's making a lot of good steps. But I think we need to go even further with more infrastructure changes to make sure that our streets are safe, uh, whether you're in a car, on foot, or on a bike. What do you see as the most important environmental issues the city needs to address, and what will be your priorities for council action on these issues? Gosh, there is just so much there. I think, you know, we talk about climate change, and I'm really proud of the work that we've done to combat it. Um, obviously, though, Madison is just one city in an entire world, and we cannot stop climate change on our own. For better or worse, we're going to be living with the effects of a changing climate, and we need to make sure that we are prepared for that. So, I think there are two main things, if I can cheat a little on the question, when it comes to the changes of climate change. Uh, the first we're already seeing, and that's increased floods. Things that were once generational storms are happening more and more frequently. And as we've seen in the past, some of our infrastructure is just not prepared for that. So we need to be planting more rain gardens. We, used to be, we need to be using more porous material uh, when building our streets and sidewalks and overall just evaluating the integrity and resiliency of our entire uh, infrastructure, especially around the lakes where flooding is more uh, possible. If we can prevent the worst effects of flooding and keep people from being displaced out of their homes uh, or from having to rebuild completely, that is going to save us money, lives, and just general well-being of our community. The other major effect we're going to be seeing is increased heat waves. We saw this a bit last summer, but it's just going to get more and more dire the more climate change has an effect. And while this might just mean inconveniences for some members of our community, there are a lot of places that are just not prepared to be hitting 90 and 100 degree days over and over again. We need to be looking out especially for our uh, folks with housing insecurity. We need more public spaces that are shaded and cooled to provide relief for them. And then we also need to be helping uh, to incentivize uh, building owners, landlords, to retrofit some of these older rental properties to have better insulation and better air conditioning so that folks do not have negative health impacts. Uh, we also need to work with our utility companies to make sure that our grid can handle the uh, increased usage uh, of more people using air conditioning in the summer. What's your position on increasing the pay for alders? You know, I think that's uh, an interesting question. I would not want to do that without taking a look at more broader reforms we could do. I think the way we have the system set up now, we're asking alders to do full-time jobs for uh, less than full-time pay. I I'm very lucky in the fact that I have a job that I'm secure in, that I earn uh, you know, more than a living wage with. Um, and that I have the time and resources available where I can pursue a job like this, knowing that it won't be my primary income. But there are a lot of people across the community, especially people of color and 
especially younger people who are locked out of this process because uh, it just cannot be a full-time job. Um, I think that some of what's been proposed of uh, pay increases that would still keep it a part-time job uh, may not go far enough to address sort of the real root of the problem here. Um, I would need to look at any of those proposals more clearly, but I think a broader, more sweeping change that would uh, create full-time positions for city council uh, would be a better solution in making sure that it's something that all folks would be able to uh, pursue, uh, should that be where their passions lie. What, if anything, do you think the city should be doing to support economic development? I mean, there's a lot that we can be doing. I think there are some you know, obvious things. Giving uh, grants to organizations like uh, the Progress Center for Black Women who help to foster entrepreneurship in communities that uh, haven't typically seen it is uh, one way. Things like the common mar market or the public market, excuse me, uh, where we're providing venues for folks to sell their goods and services is another. But there are lots of little things we can be doing. I'm a big proponent of bus rapid transit and expanding our uh, public transit system far beyond that. And while that might not seem like uh, a way to spur economic development, it's going to open up Madison to uh, a whole new group of workers, folks who wouldn't be able to take certain jobs because of where they live or um, the expenses of owning a car, uh, will be able to get there with uh, new bus lines. Um, additionally, affordable housing throughout the city will help resolve that. People are locked off from jobs that they're too far away from. And if we're able to increase the affordable housing in every part of the city, not just the parts of the city that have seen affordable housing uh, historically, then we'll be opening up those folks to be able to uh, search for and attain jobs uh, in places they otherwise wouldn't. And that's going to help make sure that uh, we don't become a city that's segregated by uh, class or race and that we have a diversified and thriving economy everywhere in the city of Madison. How do you see racial disparities impacting constituents in your district? And are there actions the city should take to address those disparities? Yeah, absolutely. Um, I try to come at this from as humble a place as I can. I know that I am a white man running in one of the most diverse districts in Madison. And when I talk with my neighbors, I hear about the challenges that we've had um, as part of those racial disparities. It's the things that have been getting publicity and that I'm fully support, like the police civilian oversight and making sure that our justice system and our police force are uh, doing, uh, are exercising that force as equitably as possible and that we're giving enough transparency and enough um, oversight to really address that root cause. But it's other little things. It's the um, way that our culture doesn't always uh, fully include uh, folks from backgrounds different from what's sort of assumed to be the norm here in uh, Madison. I think that if you look at the racial disparities in terms of how many uh, folks, especially young people, choose to stay in Madison uh, past the first five years they live here, a lot of that is due, um, yes, to some of the more overt things, but also to some of those ingrained cultural 
differences where folks are less willing to uh, give people of color space and to give uh, them the resources and attention they need to um, fully be part of the community. So I would support the city doing more to um, doing more to highlight uh, artists of color, uh, vendors of color, and uh, give more space to the to people of color so that uh, our community can be more inclusive in general. What are the most critical issues that you see facing the people of your district and what do you propose to address them? Oh gosh, we've talked about so many of them uh, here today. Number one, I think has to be affordable housing. Um, and you know, we talk about this a lot with people searching for new homes in the area with the way the city is growing. But this impacts everybody, whether you own a home or you currently rent, uh, you are facing the impacts of our affordable housing crisis. Um, I serve on the Landlord-Tenant Issues Committee, and I know as a renter, uh, I was a renter for the first five years I lived here in Madison. I know how tough it can be um, for renters with the uh, lack of support that they get uh, due to preemptive laws by the state legislature. We've seen unprecedented rent hikes. And uh, in my own neighborhood, there have been issues with some of the landlords there uh, not providing all of the services that they need to provide for their um, tenants. The more housing supply we have, and especially the more affordable housing supply we have, uh, the more that's going to put pressure on all landlords, all housing uh, infrastructure across the city to be better, to provide better service at better prices. And so as much as we can do, not just in my district, but across the entire city to address affordable housing, uh, the better off everyone's going to be. I will also say I'm a big proponent of the idea of the city helping to empower tenants to uh, use their collective power to get on an even playing field with landlords um, by forming a tenants union and making sure that uh, they are uh, exercising all of that collective power to get the best possible rents and the best possible care from their landlords as they can. What would you like to say to the viewing audience as we complete this interview? Um, thank you so much for the time and for uh, hey, and for really caring about these local races. Um, especially with all of the gridlock nationally and in the state legislature, these are the races where things really matter and where things get done. I would be really honored to have your vote. Um, and if you are interested in some of the things I've been saying and want to learn more or get involved, please visit my website at noaforcouncil.com. I'd be really honored to hear from you and to talk more about what issues matter most to you, uh, since there's only so much we could fit in here. Um, and thank you again, uh, Joy, for uh, this great interview. Well, thank you, Noah Lieberman, for speaking with us. And thanks to our viewing audience for taking time to know your candidates. I'd like to remind everyone that the primary election day is Tuesday, February 21st, and the general election is Tuesday, April 4th. As with every election, please vote. On behalf of Madison City Channel and the League of Women Voters of Dane County, thank you for joining us.